Halashing for Halas? Want to bry or fine dine? Stay tuned to High FM on 101.9. Join Adrian Bugatti for Essen Fresen, Tuesday mornings from 11am, where it's all about the food. Good morning and welcome to the Essen Fresen show on this Tuesday morning. So this week we are talking to somebody who I have a little bit of a girl crush on. She has made my life so much easier and that is Lindy Foreman. So you can listen to my interview with her um, coming up later. But in the meantime, I thought let's start off once again with some updates from kosher products from around the world. Once again, just a reminder that if you have any suggestions or comments or anyone you'd like us to interview or any topics you'd like us to cover, please can you message us. You can send a telegram message 061-895-1019 or you can email on air at chaifm.com and I really would appreciate some feedback. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what we should talk about, all those kind of things. So the first, some updates. Once again, please remember that I am just reading the updates. It is up to you to discuss with your local rabbi if you are accepting of the Hakshayrim that have been put their kosher alerts on. And the first one is an American one. It's Trader Joe's Crisps, Crunchy Crisps. And apparently it says, oh, you dairy, but it's the true status at the moment is dairy equipment. So they are perv, but dairy equipment, you can, then they can be eaten after meat, but not with meat. So that's an important thing. Then Detroit PS seasoning roasted garlic creamy potato soup mix. It bears an unauthorized Wisconsin kosher um, symbol on it, which is KSW. It is not kosher, in fact. Then from Israel, obviously a reminder, once again, we all know it is a uh, Shemitah year. So please, any products that you find from Israel, you must take to Ruma and Masel. So that is very important. Unless it obviously states that. Then the if you're in America, the FDA Golden Medal Mushroom Incorporated recalls the Inaki mushrooms because of a possible health risk. Listeria was found in this Chinese product. Then Royal Ice Cream Company uh, recalls batch ice cream, vanilla, ginger, and mocha chip ice creams because of Listeria again. So not only in South Africa. Then the Detroit Kosher Authorities again, Greenfield Noodle Company has exhausted its stock of Yoshin flour and is now using Chodesh flour. So the product will not state Yoshin next to its expiration date. So please be aware of that in the US. Then in Israel, Kashratelis Fuhatvas, Kachina, translation of the letter is that the Israeli chief rabbinate does not certify Hadvas Chichina. This product bears a fraudulent Haksha. So if you're in Israel and you see that, you need to be aware of that. Another one from Israel, from Rabbi Shlomo ben Eliyahu of Matea Asher, and that is frozen cauliflower and broccoli 
they the product apparently says it was certified by uh, Shlomo Ben Eliyahu and it is not that they were checked for insects they have not in fact been packed under his supervision and therefore there is the possibility that the product was not checked so uh Henry brothers have advised that this will be was an error and have recalled the product so please be aware of that and then another FDA warning from Onofrio's fresh cut once again this is in New Haven Connecticut and they have found listeria in the fresh some of the fresh cut things onions peppers celery broccoli melons watermelon and kiwi so please just check that one as well if you are there there were no updates on the website for the UOS so I cannot give you any of those currently so I hope that does help you then I thought to talk a little bit about the horror of the upcoming preparation for an amazing hug, and that is for Pesach. We all know that Pesach costs an absolute fortune every year. Now, people have become more relaxed and they are having visitors. Just a reminder to take precautions, to keep your distance, and when you're in a group, to please remember to wear your masks unless you are actually eating. So if you are having visitors, please protect them and protect yourselves. That's an important thing. But I will be talking closer to the time, obviously, about Pesach Seder. But right now, I thought I'd talk about getting ready for Pesach, which, by the way, for those who haven't worked it out, is in 10 weeks' time. So we've been given a little bit of leeway because of the leap year. So it's a little bit later, but not by much. And every year we all complain, the cost of products, things are too expensive, it's, it's out of control, you know, people can't afford it, those kind of things. So it is important that you please be aware of starting to buy early if you can. And that is who my guest is, Lindy Foreman of Prep for Pesach. And I will, during the interview, talk to her and we will give you the number on how to join her group, um, her WhatsApp group, which is a lifesaver. So that's an important thing. You're listening to the Essen Fresen show on High FM, and I am Adrian Bugatti, your host. Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fresen with Adrian Bugatti. It's all about the food. Welcome back. I'm Adrian Bugatti, and this is the Essen Fresen show. Please a reminder, if you have any tips, suggestions, people you think we should talk to or topics you'd like us to cover, feel free to email us to onair at highfm.com or to send a telegram 061-895-1019 and let us know your suggestions. Now, even though my interview is about with Lindy about Pesach, the highest coming up is Purim. And Purim can be very expensive, especially if you are buying Shalach Monas for the whole school, you know, that everybody in the class, that can be a problem. So one of the most important ways to celebrate the holiday without going into this major budget, uh, major debt, is to try and budget the whole year. Now, that's not always possible. 
you know, we, we don't, we're not always able to do that. But I think one of the things we can be aware of is when there are like things like sales of small packs of things that you would be able to put into your packaging, then that's a great thing to do to buy it when you see it, put it away, make sure it's not going to expire before you use it. Um, and that's an important thing. But something else is that you need to try and find things that are going to stretch and that are appropriate. So that, that's an important thing. One of the things is that after Purim this year, you start putting away money in like a modern envelope system. So you can either have a small savings account or something like that, where you can just put in like a few rand every week or every month. And then at the, when it comes to Purim, you've got a few hundred rand to be able to buy all the stuff you need to celebrate. It's very important, I think, that we forget that we know when it's coming up. We get the calendar in advance. We know that Purim will be there. So even before you start planning what you're going to put into your um, little Shalafornis products, into your packaging, it kind of needs to have a budget. So it's an important idea to actually know how much you're going to be spending and bank it accordingly. So it, it that way you have a budget before you even started. So you're not planning what you're putting in the packages. You're planning how much you're going to have. And that's the joy. The joy about celebrating without going into debt. And I mean, I do. We get some of the most beautiful gifts every year. And I used to feel really guilty that my kids were giving out these little packets with like two or three things in that were cheap. And the thing is that it is the thought of giving to someone. And, you know, we've got Pesach coming up. So we've got two enormous expenses that like coming right off them. And people are so busy stressing about Pesach, we forget about Purim. And, and that's an important thing that I'd really like to get people to think about. And one of the things that I have is I've taken an old uh, can, made a hole in it, covered it with some pretty paper, and I put in my 10s and 20 cent pieces every day. So I check in my wallet and in it goes. And by the time Purim comes, even though the shops aren't going to be very happy with me with all the little change, I have money. So it's not going to affect my budget as much as it would normally before I used to plan these things. And that's quite an important thing. Then you've given, so once you've got your money, you take it out, you count out how much you've got, and you know that that is how much I'm going to spend on Purim gifts. And that is such a relief for everybody. Um, and it's a small victory. So there are a little bit of ways to, to do it. So Mishlach Monas, a lot of people, which is great. If you haven't, you know, homemade, fantastic. I am not a biscuit baker, so I always struggle with that kind of thing. But I do love it when people that we know have given us biscuits. Please be aware that if you are at a different level of kashrut, who are you giving it to? If you don't keep Chalav Israel, try and make sure 
that there is nothing halal Yisrael, well, there's nothing dairy in your packaging. And this is an important thing. The point of your Mishma Achmonis isn't to impress people. Okay, it is to increase the joy of the person you're giving it to. So when you've got little kids, you can, little things are going to make them happier. You do not have to buy the most expensive things, but things that are muffins, so uh, a bit of cake, some crisps, single items that you can actually buy in bulk and then package it out, little things like that, um, so that you have to, you know, you, you don't have too much things. Plastic bags. Uh, I, I've been using sandwich bags for years because, you know, cellophane is expensive and labels and things like that. So it's much easier to assemble if you've got them in plastics. And what I do is I've got little ribbons and we take paper, you write your name on it and you punch a hole in and you tie it to the ribbon and it's the paper ribbon. So you don't need a lot and it's just much easier and definitely more less time, you know, less expensive. Now, if, I mean, I love a lot of the people give these beautiful big gifts and if they can, that is amazing. It is going to make someone feel great, but it is what is in your budget. If you cannot get that in your budget, then don't feel guilty about it. It's not worth getting into debt. It's not worth using your credit card, which I prefer not to. And, and that's great. So you need to think very carefully. Kids like candy. Kids like sweets. Easy. I, I, I don't say that, you know, you only give healthy things in your thing, uh, your package, like dried fruit and not can, like sweets, not like sucking sweets or something. But you sort of need to put like something healthy and something fun that we know the kids are going to like. Um, so you can do <clears throat> so a packet of mini fizzes and it's a small one. And then that goes into the packet and then you can add if you've made muffins or if you've got a nice recipe for biscuits that you can make a whole lot, they're going to cost you a lot less than buying stuff like packets of crisps. And that, that's an important thing. And it's not too messy. So you're listening to Adrian Bugatti. This is the High FM SN Freshen Show. We'll be back in a moment. Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to bry or fine dine, this is Essen Fresen with Adrian Bugatti. It's all about the food. Hi, welcome back. Today, my guest is Lindy Foreman, who runs the Prep for Pesach group. It is, I have to say, it's been a lifesaver for me. Um, in the last, I don't know how many years I've been on it, but it's just, it's, I love that somebody else is planning for me. <laughs> so that's a big help. So welcome back, Lindy. It's great to see you again. Thank you so, so much for having me. And uh, thank you. And I'm very, 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 very pleased to be talking to you. And thank you to your listeners. Yeah. So it, the prep for Pesach, I mean, for me, so it comes out. The scary part is you tell us how far away Pesach is, which is a little worrying. Mm. Where it's only, well, okay. now this week, it's only 10 weeks away. I'm like, 
<laughs> you know, <sighs> when you say three months, three months is far. Ten weeks is not far. <laughs> Definitely not. As, as soon as um, as soon as the 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 children are settled into school and we've bought the uniforms and the stationery, et cetera, et cetera, that's my cue to start start up the prep or pace group. We start early and yeah, like we get we even though this year is um is a leap year, mm. we still nevertheless get stuck in at the end of Jan and we get buying and preparing. Yeah, no. So that was one of the things that I loved about the group is um so your first week you kind of you mentioned like what's you know, you go through the inventory that you should have. So anybody who hasn't followed before, I will give you the number to join the group. But what happens is Lindy posts every week things that we should get ready for and start buying early so that we can like kind of fit it into our budget so that it's not this last minute rush. As it is, Pesach costs us a full month salary, basically. It costs you the same for two weeks, for one week as it does for the whole month. That is Pesach, you know, the cost-wise of the things. So I like that because, like, my husband already said to me, what do you mean I must fill the gas? Pesach, (laughs) just go fill it. (laughs) Go fill the gas. Don't ask ask questions, just go do it. And it did because last year, I mean, the last mad dash, dash for people to fill their gas cylinders and we're having load shedding at the same time does kind of cause a bit of a problem because some of the places run out of gas definitely you know definitely. And i often see i don't know about you i often see that there's messages of where am i going to find gas I'm, you know nobody's got gas and so so that that's and that it, was a big yeah. thing that was a big thing once again like i just wanted to know like how did you come up with the group like this idea of sharing this amazing concept with the jewish community so Initially, what actually happened is, is that a few years ago, a couple of years ago, Mm. I'm preparing for Pesach and I'm buying and I'm going and I'm running and I'm, I'm all over the place. Like I'm literally from one shop to the next and I'm there and I'm here and I forgot this and I forgot that. And Erev Pesach, I am at Fresh Fellas, I am buying something and I cannot remember but I know my fresh fellas no and I get home with this product and that night I am finished I come to the Seder and I am exhausted I cannot even keep my eyes open I cannot even enjoy the Seder yeah and Pesach comes and it goes and I pack away and I'm lying in bed I'm thinking there has to be a way that Pesach can be more manageable where Pesach can actually become enjoyable, manageable, and it's a hug where we can prepare beforehand so mm. that by the time Pesach comes, we are done, we're prepared, we've got everything. And it's all about planning. That's it's it. It's all about planning yourself from one year to the next so that you actually build up your resources and you manage what you have mm. against what works, what didn't work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I mean, I I used to do so I like I said, I'm lucky I've got somewhere where I can store all my Pesach stuff. 
and it's dry and it's secure. So I can use from year to year. But I found that I kept buying stuff, forgetting what was in there. Yeah. Now, when you said, so one of Lindy's great things is keep a little black book, you know, those school notebooks with your list of stuff in, and yeah. then you can refer to it. And I have actually used my book during the year where I had a handyman, I needed a handyman, I needed something. And I knew I had the number in my Pesach book because, wow. you, know, you, you know, where do you get your stuff? Where is it? And I had a problem one Pesach. So it was in there and it was great. And I think that's where I'm not, I, the first few times I did this, I would get to the say, like just finished. And I'd be standing there thinking, I must've forgotten something. I can't be ready this early. Like wow. it's only an hour to go, but I'm not rushing into you. <laughs> Listen, an hour to go is a big thing when it comes down to Pesach. That's exactly. I'm like, there must be something I've forgotten. I'm sure I've forgotten something. And I actually hadn't, which was amazing. And it was the first time, and it, like I just joined your group, so I'd had to catch up everything anyway. <laughs> it was, but since then, it has been a lifesaver. And for people who are working and are busy moms and stuff like that, it is such a huge help to try and get, you know, like, get it all organized and remember everything. And, you know, uh, it's just, that's, that's to my thing. So you, what happens is um, you post once a week, every week, there's a different thing. And now I saw you've added a little new thing to it, the, the little PDF, which is things that we can buy in advance, which I absolutely love. That was a nice one. Um, things like the candles and stuff that, that you don't need to buy because they don't need to be Pesach deck. So right. I like that part. I love, and it's broken down, which is huge, is the candle lighting, the toiletries, kitchen materials and appliances, and then for the pet food and the Seder. And, and that just for me is like, I mean, especially like the Pesach pet food. If you've got enough dogs and stuff, that's going to cost. Um, whereas if you can buy a little bit, you know, like put away the money because you know what it's going to cost, then yeah. you're already, it's not a surprise and it's there in your budget. You've planned for it. You know it's going to happen and you know what you need. And you can also start looking out for specials for things like alcohol-free baby wipes and yeah. face wipes and, and stuff like that. Which I, So I love this new list. Thank you. This has been a big Thank help. You. And then obviously, depending on who your rabbi is, a lot of the rabbis have given a list of stuff that does not need an extra for Pesach. And that's also a big, big bonus. Uh, I don't know, you know, just where we don't have to spend so much money on because it's Pesach. There are things that our grannies would buy because <laughs> that was what was available. So, and know, what we had to use. And that yes. was it. Yeah, and, and I, I, I do like that. Um, so that's the thing. And then this, so that was the first week was getting your, checking your appliances and everything. That was last week's one. And then this week's message was all about candle lighting and tea lights and oils and your 24-hour candles and your yachtside candles, all that kind of thing, which is, I always forget the yachtside candles. Yes. Uh, like that was yep. always my big thing. Now, not so much, but beforehand, before I had to light the outside, 
for anybody, I would forget them. And especially because, you know, from a perspective of a Yotat candle um, being the memorial candle and mm. versus the, the Yontat candle, you know, it's, yeah. it's something that is completely, you know, very, very, um, yes, very missed. Yes. And, and for me, like, I need the Yontat candle because I've got gas. <laughs> so yeah. and it's, it does. And when you've got little kids having gas and being able to make yeah. them breakfast is, is a big help. It's quite important. Yeah. So, so that, that, was, that was the thing that I would always like at the last second. I, I, I can't even tell you how many times we had to replace candles from the shul because I would like, as my husband's going to shul, I would say, I haven't got a candle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so that, that's, you know, like quite an important thing. And it was just, I love the weekly updates because it's not overwhelming and it's not every day like some of these groups. No. And it's practical and it's things... It's in order. That's what I love. It's in order. And, and, and I've tried to make it where the items that I've put first are mm. not the expensive items. Yeah. Because I know that January and it's February are not such, yeah, they, they're not easy months. No. Um, they're not at all. It's like school books and stationery and uniforms. And mm. especially coming from December, you know, into, yeah. yes, intertwined with January. So I've tried to make it that the, the items that, that come first and follow through are not expensive. Yeah. So it's affordable. And, and, and the most important thing about Pesach is, is that once you start following the plan, mm. it allows you to build up so much from the previous year. Absolutely. So number one, you, you're drawing on products that you already have, so you don't yeah. have to spend extra. And say, for example, you don't have, um, let's say for one year, they, they didn't bring in a certain shipment. What, mm. Let's say they didn't bring in, I don't know, spices, let's for example. A specific you've spice, got yeah. those spices. Exactly, mm. you've got those spices in your freezer. And you can build up. So not so you're not buying a new every single year. And you're reducing the cost. As you go along, eventually your cost will get less because you've got more of that art. That's it. And I mean, I don't know, I remember last year looking at spices because there was one I had to replace. And I almost had a heart attack at the cost. Yeah. I mean, there was a black pepper shortage the one year. Yeah. I mean, that black pepper was like 80, 90 rand yeah, for a small it. little little. Bottle. That's it. Yes. Uh, yeah, the ground one, the ready ground one, because yes, you could get correct. as much grinder as you would like, but it, you can't always use it. I mean, you want pepper on Shabbos, you can't use the grinder. So, yes. so that was like an important thing that I, I did um, that I loved about the fact that I had, I now actually had a list of the stuff I've got. So I haven't had to replace quite, I, I mean, I haven't got doubles of anything in the last two years. I, I'm finishing off the doubles that I did have, <laughs> or I took them out and used them during the year. But also like your little things like checking the cutlery and checking your crockery. Yeah. You've got everything that you, you, there's nothing broken. And then, because these are things you only use once yeah. a year anyway. And then they get stored away. And for most people, it's stored in boxes. Well, let me tell you, um, the one year I tapped into my Pesach glasses because mm. when, between Pesach and Rosh Hashanah, something happened, I have no idea, 
slippery hands, you know, your, your drinking glasses. <laughs> so I was tapping. So I went into my pasta cupboard and I got all my drinking, you know, my glasses yeah. out. And then it was literally maybe like five days before Pesach. Now this is this is when you should be cooking in your kitchen. Yes. Finishing off, just finishing your last touches of your cleaning. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't have I don't have glasses to drink from. And I just remember getting into my car and like zooming around town. And then you get to to table these, and 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 everybody's just packed there into yes. you know, into the mikvah yeah. trying to table their kalem. Yeah. And and that's why I always I always remember that. Just go and check what you have. That's it. Go and order the parts that are broken for your machines. Take it. Mm. Take it to get repaired. Go and yeah. see what you need. So that yeah. was quite quite something. That that is that that is a huge thing. So to for people who want to follow this and join the WhatsApp group, like I said, it's not overwhelming. It's once a week, and it's beautiful stuff to do. I'm going to give you the number and then Lindy will add you for that. So it's Lindy's number. It's 082-253-4893. And just ask to be added to the prep for Pesach. One of the other things that's nice about the group is nobody can comment. So there's no long discussions and midnight calls and anything like that. You know, you get your things and it's wonderful. So once again you know join yeah so thank you thank you so so much and thank you for hosting me on your show and uh it's a real pleasure and i just wish everybody a let's say a wonderful journey to pesach to buying to cleaning to preparing and even though we're starting early i know we have to get through purim and uh purim first But this really makes the Chag of Pesach so much more enjoyable. Yeah, no, definitely. It's a huge difference. So thank you again, Lindy, for doing this and for getting us going. And just, you know what? I enjoy Pesach so much more that it's not a rush anymore. You know, it used to be like up until Pesach was like a nightmare. But once I was in, I was okay if I could survive through the seders without falling asleep. Now so I can true. get through and I actually can sit through the Seder and I'm not wiped out or in pain or whatever because I've had the time. So and your pocket is not in pain. Yes, that's a big one. That's, <laughs> that's a big one. That is a huge <laughs> one. That is a huge one. So thank you so much for doing this again. And You're so welcome. You have thank a you. wonderful journey to your Pesach as well. And thank you mate, for making it easier for all of us. Thank you so much. Whether you are chalashing for chalas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. Welcome back. I'm Adrian Bagatti. This is the Essen Fressen show on Chai FM 101.9. So I hope you enjoyed that interview with Lindy. Um, one of my favorite ta- things about Pesach is the knowledge that she has shared with us. And it's free. And it just makes a huge difference. So today we've gone from Purim to Pesach, to Pesach to Purim. And we've covered as much as we can with both of those things. Uh, Just to remind you once again that the Su'udah for Purim and your Pesach Seder, don't go overboard. The Purim Su'udah doesn't have to be cost a fortune. One of the favorite things for me 
in Purim is I do what we call a trife meal. I think I spoke about this last year as well, is that now with all the amounts of vegan cheeses available, I will make things like cheeseburgers. So for those who can remember, <clears throat> there used to be a burger called a cheddar melt where the cheese was inside the mince. So I do that. I buy mince, I bulk it up a little bit, and then I make my own patties. And in the center, I will put a bit of vegan cheese so that when people bite in, the cheese comes out. And it's 100% fine. Um, I also do the, uh, they call them prawn style pieces. So I'll do those. So we'll have like a prawn starter, um, something like that uh, as, as a fun thing to do. And then I have one year where we did a meat meal. We started with dessert. So we did our meal in reverse. And that was a lot of fun as well. And everybody got to enjoy some milk ice cream. And then we had meat and then we had some soup, which was our starter because it was quite cold, if I remember correctly. So we would have had soup. Although in my house, soup goes down whether it's hot or cold, they don't mind. And they don't mind if the soup is hot or cold either. So that's quite a big thing. So when you are planning your, your meals and things like that, take into account the budget. Also take into account the fact that you're planning, you're cooking and doing everything for Purim right now, but Pesach is around the corner. And it's quite an important thing. So that's, you know, really quite a good thing. I know a lot of people um, don't like paper plates and stuff like that, but they're cheap and they can make it a lot more festive rather than buying more expensive meats or buying more expensive food. So that's an important thing to, um, to understand. And, and simple dishes, potatoes, salads, coleslaws, rice those kind of things really simple really easy if you don't want to do burgers like I said I like to do my trafe meal previously before there was the power of cheese then I would use the vegetarian burgers and put normal cheese on top and we would have the cheeseburger that way so that's that's an important thing and I mean you can even use the prawn style pieces on your meat and have a surf and turf as a meal so there's a lot you can do to make Purim fun, not to go to big crowded groups and to stay safe and healthy during Purim. Remembering that it's more to bring joy than it is to splurge out and look fancy and give these elaborate gifts or gifts filled with a million things. So we stick to the rule of, in my house, that it has three things in it. One would be 10 cents so that other people can give to Docker. Another one is I like to try and get at least two or three brochas in. So I will do a sweet for, you know, and then I would do a muffin for Mozanot and then like fruit, whether it's dried fruit or fresh fruit for an extra brocha whether it's, you know, eights or Adama, whichever it is. And you've got everybody covered and it's fun and enjoyable. A lot of people like to give drinks in theirs. Um, so go little box drinks, absolutely fine. As long as you're not giving to too many people because it does add up. We also 
once my children have left school, which made life a lot easier, is that we each give three. That is what your, your minimum. And I don't feel guilty if somebody drops something off at me and I haven't got anything to give in return. I used to, and now I've decided that's it. People need, uh, everybody understands. We may not be talking about it, but everybody understands the costs. Everybody understands that everything has gone up exorbitantly. Petrol prices are high. All the food is ridiculous. So just that final reminder to you about Purim and not going overboard. If you have, once again, any suggestions, tips, any topics you'd like us to cover, or any comments to make, please send us a message on Telegram at 061-895-1019 or an email to onair at chaifm.com. I am Adrian Brigati, and this is the SM Fresen Show.